The only show in the DMV, ladies and gents, that bring black excellence every week, every Friday. The one that's doing the most, keeping the fade close. My fade look a little rough right now. I need a haircut. Yours truly, Mr. Fogadelic Jones. And this your boy, Aaron Fonsetti, and you are not alone when it comes to haircuts. I just got my hair done, but my sides looking a little rough, look a little straggly. Man, I can't pick up no females. With yeah. this, with this, with this hairstyle I got going on, like my waves look rough. Nah, I, I just, it's, it's, nah you gotta get yourself one of them barber chicks, the one who could cut hair. I, I wish, I wish I could find me a barber chick, man. Be like, hey, I'm like, excuse me, baby. You, be, you, you really be saving money out there. I'm like, excuse me, baby. How you doing? Listen, man, hook me up with a fade, yo. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, let let's get into it. How you guys doing on this lovely Friday? I'm doing, I'm doing good, brother. Just another day. Now, before we get in, we before we get head first into our topics, it's something that I came across that I feel need to be addressed, Uh-oh. and I seen it. Now, we all know, us sports fans, we all know that female athletes don't really get that much respect. A lot of people don't watch female sports, mm-hmm. but in recent events. The WNBA and the WNBA Players Association has agreed to finally give WNBA players salary bumps, trap like better like battle better traveling arrangements, and of course maternity leave. Make that bank, y'all. Now, when I seen this, I was not only happy for them, but I was kind of clueless at the same time because I was like, "You telling me?" That these players ain't had maternity leave this whole time. Right. <laughs> so, y'all know that, okay, these are ladies. They, some of them want to start families while they planning it. You know, they want So, when they get pregnant, what did you say? Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that was your choice. <laughs> like, 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 what? <laughs> that don't make, like, that doesn't make sense. So, it's I'm, like. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of something in my head. What you thinking about, man? So, all right, you know what the WNBA, the whole statistic of butch players. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you could get pregnant. (laughs) Pregnant? Y'all get pregnant? (laughs) Pregnant? That what y'all do? Oh. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, man. I was like, damn, but man, shout out to all my ladies out there in the WNBA I know they don't get as much props. I know some people don't see WNBA as like entertaining as the NBA, but still, man, you got you got up and coming females that they look up to these players. Not every female look up to LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Some of them may look up to Skylar Diggins, right? Adela Don. Right. They might say Adela Don is her favorite player, but you know, if, if y'all ain't paying Adela Don, then what's the point of what y'all? What they playing for free? That's the thing about it, and the whole going back to the statistics and stuff like that. Every player in the WNBA isn't gay, you know. They also have women who like men in the WNBA, so that's that. And we're going to go on to what took so long for them to get paid like this, for them to get all these benefits and bonuses that come with winning championships shout out to the washington mystics who won the 2019 i personally don't think that female athletes get the proper respect and the proper credit that they really deserve because if you look back at the nba the wnba finals between with the with the washington mystics and i think it was the connecticut sun it's like that that game really didn't even happen that game was just, oh, did y'all win the championship? I didn't even know that. You know what's so crazy, though? You know what's so crazy? They they treated that game they treated that game like a high school basketball game. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like when they won, everybody was just like, oh, yay, y'all won. Oh, good for you guys. Okay, well, we'll let y'all ride the little Zamboni around at, at the hockey game. Show off your trophy. Yay. Oh, that's nice. But these nationals, oh. These but, Nationals over here, I was like, dang, you just going to come from them to... But these Nats, though, let's shut the whole city down because they won the damn World Series. 
Yo, but it's it's so it's so crazy that just like my thing is guys, like give the ladies the same props that y'all do, man. Y'all y'all be seeing all these females at Lakers games, Wizards games. Why would y'all show up to these WNBA games, man? Rooting them on, man. Right. And I be and I be watching, I be watching college, college women, college basketball, college sports period. But for women, man, I be seeing them gymnasium dog. It literally be like a hundred people in that joint. It really do, bro. <laughs> I be like, damn, it's a sad game. Dang. They be scoring it. Don't nobody clap. Was it scrimmage? <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> I mean, that joint is like. So do I clap? <laughs> I was like, but whose whose team is two? Those type of games where you got people from each team, they just sit anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I was like, I would hate to see what the WNBA uh the brackets when come March Madness is like. Right. So do I watch these? Or do, <laughs> do I actually pick? But nah, man, I'm I'm a I'm a pick, man. Go Maryland hey, and man. Howard. I actually. Actually, this 2020, go all HBCUs. Man, shout out to them, man. Black excellence around here. I was watching a documentary earlier, man. He said, look, I support, I, I'm going to take his words, but spin it. I support Maryland and Georgetown because they the teams, but damn it, I'm about to start paying to go to Howard games out here. You better stop playing. Talk to him, player. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of that, NCAA, all sports really need to get paid out here. Facts. And it's been some controversy around that because I know they've been talking about that. They've been mediating the whole situation. Pay the boys. If you can make money off of them, then you can make money with them. But see, that's going to be it's going to be good and it's going to be bad at the same time. Jumping like Zion. Because if you decide to pay the players. Right. HBCU and smaller schools are really shit out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> because... Like let's let's take let's take Howard for example. Uh huh. Howard like Howard say okay yeah we gonna pay you, and then you look at somewhere like UCLA or Duke. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll pay you. Where you think where you think the money goes? Money's going to Duke. I tell you that. Much. That's what I'm saying. It's just like where you think he going? Like I'm going to Duke. Duke Duke about to pay me. It's like no matter how good your team is, I mean no matter how good your school is, if they're not good as far as sports. The money's not coming in. Because that's where everybody's eyeballs are at the oh, sports. I'm glad you said that, bro. Like, I literally, like, like because all all 2020, like, I literally been, like, focusing on, like, yeah, these these big universities is cool, but these HBCUs, bro, they killing me because it's just, like, y'all promoting homecomings, but y'all don't promote the games, bro. Yeah. Sad, bro. And I was like, you know how much money, you know how much revenue sports bring in? A hot commodity. That's what I'm saying, bro. Y'all promote, okay, y'all promote homecoming, bro. Homecoming be off the roof. Every celebrity in their mama be at their joint. I'm telling you, man. But when you look at the games, half of the damn gym empty. We need, bro. We just need that. We need that unity again, bro. I'm just keeping it all the way real, man. All right. So speaking of HBCUs and all that, Ralph Lauren. You guys probably heard about this in the news, but Ralph Lauren has been using black HBCU logo fraternity logos on their clothing and selling it for profit. So. That whole situation caused an uproar. Again, you know how these clothing lines, they do something and they get backlash. And everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And they're like, oh, my bad. Y'all, my bad. We want to take it off the shelves. That's one of those situations to where you shouldn't have done it in the first place. And one thing people always say is you need more black people on your marketing team. You need, you need more people of color to be out there to say, hey, I don't think that's a good idea. This ain't it, Chief. So how do you feel about that situation? Well, first and foremost, for Ralph Lauren, that's a bad look. Just straight out the gate. Second of all, now the only way only way that's gonna actually work, and here's and here's what a lot of people may say I'm crazy. Are you giving the profits back to the schools? Yeah. If not, then no, you don't need to do it. If you 
every every HBCU fraternity logo that you use, every time, every time, like as much as you sell, if you giving the, if you giving the profits back, I don't see why not. I don't got no issue with it. Like that's you helping the school out. But if you just like. Oh, we're gonna steal y'all. We're gonna steal y'all logos, and then I'm gonna just bank all of it. Nah, bro. Yeah, just like my man said, this is where you need more black marketing people. Like, no, nah, I don't think you should do that, bro. That's not a smart idea. And the thing is, Ralph Lauren got the money. But thank, thank you. Like, <laughs> it's not like they ain't got it. It's not like they a startup. They got the money to make this happen. So that's why I'm saying, like, if you gonna if you gonna use their logos, my thing is. Give give the money Give the school back the money That's all You You already Like I hate I hate to see I hate to see Like white companies I hate to see a lot I hate to see them profit off black people bro I hate to see that I hate I hate to see black people Don't get their credit Yeah let's dive into that Let's dive into that I, I it, That That goes for just a lot of things in general bro It's like we It's a lot of stuff that we do We just don't get credit for Like Again, just like just like look like that like back like way back when uh the Chick-fil-A dude was like he don't he don't like he had like a homophobic problem. Or oh, that's like that's like basically saying like what else? Uh somebody said something about black people. It's a lot of design a lot, a of, lot de- of designer clothes and how they make blackface on their uh clothing. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Then you're gonna use like like H and M with the whole I'm like the the monkey hoodie joint, yeah, that joint. You know what I mean? Black people shop at H and M, so it ain't like black people shop there occasionally. No, H and M is affordable to black people. That's affordable. Yeah, we in there. Yeah, we in there. Joint. I go. They like where you get that from? H and M. Yeah. So it's just like I hate to see. I hate to see. I hate to see white companies like. Just in general, just profit off us and just sit back and say, "Oh well, they didn't. They didn't need it." And I think people give too much credit to these companies because a lot of people say, "Oh well, we're just going to boycott." People have been boycotting forever, and what does that change? Nothing. Cut the bull crap. Cut the cancel culture because cancel culture doesn't even exist in the first place. What you need to do is sit there and talk to these companies and say, hey, I'm looking at your staff and it's looking a little light bright. I think you need to add a dash of oil into this system. You feel me? You need some colored people. You need people from all backgrounds because what it is is you have systematic racism that comes from passive racism. And passive racism is, oh, I didn't think about that at first, but now that you mention it, and it turns into, yeah, this is my thoughts and this is my actual beliefs. And it's just something that's not good when it comes to business. Now, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, like, when it comes to capitalism, as far as black people is concerned, sports. Fucking sports. Prime example, the NBA and the NCAA. Let's take NC, let's take college sports for example. Let's go back to college sports. Shout out to LSU for just winning the national like the the college football championship. They basically won the championship. Let let's shout out to them. Isn't that uh Odell Beckham's people? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. 85% of LSU are black people. Right. You know what they told them black people. You know they sitting they got their championship sitting in their in their school. You know what they telling them black people? Thanks. Now we about to get the next group of y'all so we can win another one. And, and it, it's a cycle. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to sports and entertainment, it's like these guys are good at this. Let's use them to profit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, thanks. So this is why, this is why, like, when it comes to sports, again, the NBA, half of the owners in the NBA are what? White. Half of half of the NBA teams are what? Black. The owners you know, you know what it looks like. You know what it looks like. Yeah. You know what it looks like. That's what I'm saying. Like you look at you look at all these owners, because again, that's almost the same thing like the NFL 
oh, ain't no, it's no black owners. Why? They already on the subject of why is there no black? Why is not? Why is it not a lot of black coaches? It's not coincidence. They don't want no black. They don't want no black man in charge. They they sitting there looking like a black owner. Why? So he can make money just like us? No. Right. Hell no. Why the hell? Why the hell? Why the hell he make the same amount of money as us? It's a, it's a certain club. That's the same thing. So that's why I said like that's why it whole goes back to the whole. You look at you look at again the University of Maryland, Georgetown, all these college young. They they recruiting. They make they making their profit off black people. Let all your black let let black people just stop going to their school. Hick them the NCAA. Ho oh, oh, ho! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We got to change something. We losing all we losing all the black people here. Wait a minute! What if we say we're paying you guys top dollars to come back to our schools? Yeah, yeah. Don't go to those black universities. I mean, for real. Let's be honest. They making bank off us. Duke win the championship. Thanks. Oh, they brought in 150 million. Thanks. <laughs> Not seen a dime with that. Exactly, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just sick of it, man. This is, this is why. Like, man, we we got to take we got to take back, bro. We, we got to take back businessship, ownership, everything. I don't know, kid. What we gotta do it. I don't care what we gotta do, but we gotta do it. Simple as that. The Oscars. We getting snubbed at the Oscars yet again. Yep. (laughs) Yet again. It's like Lupita Nyong'o. I love her, first and foremost. She and us did her thing. She really did her thing. She studied for the role. She embodied the role. She actually put herself into the character. And she only won the Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. Wow. Unless it's a slave movie... These black people ain't winning no Oscars. Nope. <laughs> or some kind of movie that's some kind of degrading. Like Monsters Ball. Exactly. Where Holly Berry, she won the Oscar. Good on her. But she had to screw Billy Bob Thornton. See? That's just like that's just like JDK said, man. Why Denzel had to be crooked before he took it, bro? Why my man had to play a crooked cop? <laughs> I had to play a crooked cop just to win an Oscar, bro. It, it it doesn't make any sense and we have all these talks about how oh we should start our own, we should start this, we should start that. Issa Ray uh shaded them, said congratulations to all these men. And on top of creating our own, what I really liked is back in the day, seventies, eighties, nineties, when a lot of things were super, super pro black, even beginning of the two thousands, mm-hmm. things were super pro black. It's kind of faded away. We're getting to that point again, but it's kind of faded away. So I think if we really band together and we really start these across music, across sports, across media, all forms of media entertainment, we could really build something solid. But see, the thing about it, when you look at, like you said, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, all that. Everybody was pro-black. Everybody was unified. Everybody was together. In this day and age, no one's willing to make that sacrifice. No one's willing right. to step up to the plate and say, you know what? I want this for us. Everybody nowadays is looking like, shit, why the hell I got to do that? I'm not doing all that. When I could just go over here and do this. You know what uh, that made me think of? What? How like all these regulators, regulators started. Mm-hmm. Like when you're starting up a... Uh, not Uptown Records, but when Diddy was starting Bad Boy, yeah, and like Death Row and all these people who were starting out, usually you don't get paid. Usually you're making like small change because the money ain't coming yet. Exactly. But they all said, "All right, we see the vision, we see where we want this thing to go, so we're going to make it happen." These days, people ain't doing it. Nah, motherfuckers like, nope. They like, nope. I don't got no money. And what's so bad is they try to charge more than what they get at their job. I just don't understand, bro. They be like, nah, you got to pay me 30 hours. Shorty, you only make like 1250 I just don't understand. Like, that's the one thing about it is like, again, they always say that we don't support each other. We do, but the person that we trying to support be jacking up the prices. 
again, you're a startup. You know what I mean? We like we want to have our own. Like yeah, this man. I remember when he was uh selling dinner plates out of his out of his trunk of his car. Right. Cool. Now he got to like. Now he trying. Now he trying to like oh dinner plates like now that he got a little shop somewhere yeah. dinner plates like like twenty five dollars. Be like what? Now he got a whole restaurant. Exactly, man. So it's just like sometimes, sometimes we forget, and sometimes we don't, we don't understand. You know, we don't, we don't understand the unification no more. You know what I mean? We don't understand like the yo, we in this together, man. You know, man. That's high, what high school musical. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know, what I mean, you know, we're all in this together. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, man, they just they really forget that how much we are in this literally together, bro. And it's just like yeah. they letting they like they letting they letting them snatch the power and just be like, dog. Like even if you gotta start your own record label, that's why I, I I do appreciate some of these dudes that do just do it independently and just be like record label. What do I need a record label for? Yeah, look at the time we live in. You know what I mean? Social media is so pow- so powerful. You know what I mean? You look at somebody like Prince, like, yo, I own all my masters. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the power of ownership, bro. But I don't know, man. I Hopefully it gets to it. I know I'm going to try to do it as best as possible, man. I'm going to definitely uplift all my kings out here and make sure all my beautiful black queens represented out here. Talk to them, brother. <laughs> we can only rise when we put our egos aside. Facts. So, in the spirit of capitalism, we're going to segue into our next story. Your boy, Mr. Amazon himself, Jeff Bezos, got shamed, right? Everybody's donated to Australia because Australia is on fire. We're trying to help put the fire out. It's killing people. It's killing animals. It's destroying wildlife. Mm-hmm. And he donated $690,000. Mm-hmm. So people are having a fuss about it And they're saying Oh that's 0.0003 Of what he made In like A day or something like that And that's the amount of money He makes I think in two days Okay people <laughs> The man didn't have to donate nothing So what the hell Is the point of y'all sitting there saying Damn you couldn't donate more Damn, you give us like a fraction of what you make, fam. Slim could have legit been like, "Damn, that's sad what's going on in Australia," but oh well. This man gave up his money. It don't matter how. This man could have gave up five thousand dollars. Yeah, you'd probably look at him like, "Damn, he could have gave more," but still, he didn't even have to get that five thousand out of his pocket. So I don't understand people's. Because I guess they look at like, oh, the more wealth. That's like saying if like, if Beyonce wanted to donate and she only donated like 250000 Damn, B, you couldn't donate more? Or, you know, I'm just like, dog, like, the dude didn't have to give up his hard-earned money. He could legit just been like, he could have just watched it burn and just been like, I'm going to just go about my day. Damn, that's crazy. I'm just, I'm just saying like, that's like saying if, that's like saying if like, they come to me and you and just be like, Hey, hey, Earn, like, you know, oh, Earn donated, he donated 150000 Damn, that's all Earn can donate? Damn. Damn, Fong, you only donate, uh, donate 250000 You couldn't give up no more? We ain't got to get, we ain't, we ain't got to go out our way, blow our pockets. The fact is, it's all help, like, any help matters, bro. Any, any help counts. Simple as that. I'm about to dive into this. I wrote an article about this on Medium, mm-hmm. which talks about how money works. I'm not about to sit up here and argue about people who don't know the difference between what the money is in your pocket, your wallet, your bank account, and your net worth. The whole situation is people see money, they see the net worth. And it's a whole bunch of people on social media who's like, oh, all their money sitting in this bank account. See, I'm not about to argue with you because you don't even know how money works. That's not his bank account. That's net worth. That's Amazon money. So, again, what you say, he didn't have to donate anything. 
at the end of the day, no matter no matter how much money you make, six hundred ninety five a million dollars is still a million dollars. Me personally, would I've given more? Probably, probably, you know, depending on the situation. But this situation right here, it goes against the it goes against the whole system of let's just help what we can and it goes into eat the rich if somebody wants to give their money if they want to give a million dollars two million dollars five million dollars it's it's one of those situations to where you have to let them do them and just be appreciative and stop letting beggars be choosers facts like i i I do you want solid right Mm mm-hmm before pre-divorce, he was about $150 billion, right? Yeah. Post-divorce, he's like around $70, $75 billion. Let's say he donated, right? Let's say he donated $50 million, $100 million. I guarantee you, people will still be arguing. Oh, that's all? Can't please everybody, man. Beggars can't be choosers. So that's why I just sit back when I hear stuff like this. You know, celebrities going out their way to help. And I'm just looking like they didn't have to give nothing. They didn't have to give them nothing. They could have just looked at him and said, oh, well, that's a sad situation and keep it moving. So the fact that y'all shaming this man saying like, damn, he couldn't give up no more. So let the next crisis, like let the next crisis come along. And then y'all looking at him to help. And he just be like, nah. I got shame for trying to help last time, so I'm good. Sorry for your loss, sorry for that situation, but I ain't got nothing to do with me. I got business to attend to. Like, people will probably be like, oh, you guys are sticking up for billionaires. You guys are sticking up for all these rich people. No. Once you understand how money works, you start to look at life in a different way. You start to look at life in different scenarios. It's like the way I thought before. It's like, oh, yeah, all this money. Come on, bro. You could have donated. But once you really get into the realm of, like, how money works, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, this is the actual situation right here. So, with that said, it's like, if he donated, he donated. See, I don't understand. I wish somebody would just be like, oh, y'all defending the billionaires and stuff like and stuff like that. that that's like saying if... That's like saying if a billionaire millionaire whatever the case may be want to invest in our podcast and then they and they write us a check we're going corporate i'm and telling you right now they write us a check and me and me and ernst didn't look like damn homie you couldn't get no more damn that's it nah bro but they're gonna look at us like really y'all really that ungrateful right now like you know what nah we ain't gonna do business with you no more yeah simple as that so it's like bruh Every little thing help. If somebody came up us right now, just like, hey man, I heard y'all podcast. You know, we want to, you know, we want to invest in y'all. We gonna put, we gonna put uh, seventy five thousand in your in y'all podcast on startup studio. Me and this man going corporate. <laughs> we we taking microphones and all that. We like, look, man. We like here's like here's the new lineup of the show. We were gonna change up everything, man. But. I don't know, man. Beggars can't be choosers. People be lunching these days, man. All right. So I got some information and it said Amazon made $1 billion last year. Mm -hmm. Amazon Australia, but only paid $20 million in taxes, a 2% tax rate by exploiting loopholes. If Amazon paid Australia 30% corp tax, it would have paid $300 million in taxes, i.e. 435 times more than the price Bezos paid to help the charity. And the situation where they pay taxes, okay, exploiting loopholes. If a loophole is there, you think I'm not going to take it? It's called being smart with your money. Exactly. I want to make one more uh, correction. What I say about how much he makes, they said he makes about $150,000 a minute. So... I don't know how much money that is. I'm not about to do quick maths. I guess that's about four or five minutes. But at the end of the day, money is money. Facts. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to segue to the next topic. Our girl Lizzo. 
Damn. Got fat shamed. Here we go. By Jillian Michaels. And I don't even know where to begin. I mean, Lizzo been having quite a time between showing her butt cheeks at <laughs> basketball games. Um <laughs> Rikishi vibes right there. Um and you know, she just been in the news a lot, you know. Aside from her music, fat shaming, fat shaming. I don't know where to begin. Um, I'm really at a loss for words. I'll tell you right now. I mean, I guess because people think that when you're that big, that you really can't move like that and it's super unhealthy. But we got to take into fact that I've seen Lizzo perform at the VMAs and she really was moving around stage and had good cardio and not losing her voice when she was singing. So if somebody can move like that at her weight and her size, then she's doing pretty well for herself. <sighs> Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. I put my hands up. Jillian Michael, Lizzo. I just don't understand at this point. Listen. I give Lizzo all the props in the world. She's doing her thing. I get it. But Lizzo is legit one of them people that has just... she She's, take, she's taking her fame to a whole new degree and just basically like, yo, I, I can do whatever I want. And sometimes you can't do whatever it is that you want. Now, Jillian Michaels, stop it. <laughs> stop it. We don't got time to hear this foolishness you got going on. All right? I don't understand. I don't understand how people... See, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I can't I can't shame people weight, bro. Yeah, this is a crazy topic to talk about. I can't shame people Because, weight. like, you say the wrong thing. You have a whole bunch of people coming after you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand people in this world to just be like, oh, they hate fat people. They hate big people. They hate this. They hate that. Like... I'm just like, dog, people are people at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, people, and people look at, especially in this day and age, people people put so much pressure on, they need to be skinny. They need to be this. They need to be that. It's like, they need, they need to look like this to look like that. They need to look like this to be like this. I'm just like, ah, it's, it, this is one of them topics where you just look at it like, Wow. Y'all fat shaming again? Wow. Just whomp, whomp, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I ain't got too much address on it, man. Leave these people alone, man. People got people got things to do, man. Lil Wayne got a new uh boo that's you know on the big side. And they were fat shaming her. They were clone they were uh clowning Lil Wayne about it. Man, Lil Wayne is free to date whoever the hell. The lady's actually cute. Yeah, she can date whoever the hell she want to date. Now, if y'all want to be shaming anybody, you need to be shaming Steve Harvey's daughter, oh, Lori Harvey. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what you need to be shaming. Oh, man. Because she, she take the definition of toxic to a whole different degree. So, <laughs> I don't get what nobody say. Perk is calling. Exactly, bro. Like... She dating future She not dating future Like Listen she, man She showed him off So that must mean something I know right Yo she Yo she love that toxic bro Future Future got like 15 baby mothers He be He be Dissing girls left to right But yet She she just a long line of them Just like Put hey, that superhero misogyny cape on Ain't no way Ain't no fucking way <laughs> Hey look man Look man I want to know, at this point in time, does Meek Mill still have Lori Harvey on his wish list? I hope not. I think I wouldn't scratch you off right now. That's almost that's almost worse than, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Ari. She with money bag yo now. She another one get tossed around. Yeah, just tossing around everywhere around here. Here's, here's, here's the whole thing about this situation. It's going to be some girls out there that's going to be like, oh, she just playing the game. Guys do it. Listen. Talk to her. If a guy jumps off a cliff. Facts. You're going to be like, oh, a guy could do it. I could do it too. 
Ain't none little bungee jumping going to stop. Hell no. <laughs> no. It's not even the guys. It's not even the amount of guys. She's. I, I can't even say it. Hey, it's been a short period and you dating that many guys. It kind of looks funny. And that goes for anybody. But it's not only the amount of guys she's dating. It's the type of guys she's dating. So it's like, it, you ain't looking too good. Steve Harvey sweating bullets over there. Steve Harvey over there is talking about some act like a woman, think like a man. Well, your daughter messing around, doing a whole lot of man stuff. She moving around like a female future. See, without the kids. When you look at some of these celebrities, right? You know, you you can only... And again, he never really showed her... Like, until she got older... You didn't really see her too much. But now that she's older, now it's just like, ah, this is why they say, man, like control your kids, bro. Some of these, like some of these wealthy kids, they just, they just get out of pocket. I'm glad the Obama kids didn't get out of pocket. Cause I would have really been like, come on now. Yeah. You'd be like, come on now. But Lord, but Lori Harvey, At this point, as a as a guy, and 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 uh, all my guys, y'all can hate me for this, but I'm gonna tell you like this: I don't know what she got, but at the same time, that that toxic that y'all like, I don't got time for it. Y'all just like, but she bad, she bad and shit. You know, she. I'm like, fam, I don't know what she got that be attracting all these people. I ain't got time for Lori Harvey, bro. I'm sorry. I'll tell you this much. She's a pretty girl. Yeah, she is. But I don't see it. Nope. That's again, that's all she got is looks. I don't see it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the Medusa factor she has going on to where, what is she hypnotizing these guys or something? She got, she got that Medusa box. She got that Medusa deuce. You know what I'm saying? She got that entrapment box. Oh man, I don't know what she got going on, but again, it's just like, oh, what I want to say, she might be going to jail for a year. I seen, I seen that she like hit and run somebody though. How how the car turned over and they call it hit and run. The door, the car is flipped over. Where are you running? I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. You know these celebrities don't got they don't. You know these celebrities ain't got no brains. Like, like, where are you going? The evidence is all over the street. <laughs> Yo, these celebrities be lunching, man. Like, why y'all, why y'all got so much money to be acting a fucking fool, bro? Like, I just don't get it, bro. I don't, I don't get it. So I seen that my man's, uh, my man's Kendrick's supposed to be dropping an album. It's supposed to be rock, have a rock influence. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie to you. If it's anything like like Lil Wayne's rock album, don't even put it out. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie. I like Lil Wayne's rock face. <laughs> Alright, podcast. With that being said, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I, I like I liked it because it was different. But would I listen to it all the time? No. I just liked it for the time period. You gotta understand. It's I a time. Po- I podcast. I'm head out. <laughs> it's a time and place for everything. Like and in the late 2000s, that was the time. That album was bona fide trash. <laughs> Let me out. Prime queen. Prime queen. Prime queen. I was like, fam, what oh, the hell man. is this? Lil Wayne was doing the thing. <laughs> Lil, that's. Like Lil, like Lil Wayne back then was like Snoop Dogg. Now Snoop Dogg, I'm gonna just put a gospel album out. Hey, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just put out a, uh, I'm gonna put out a reggae album. You, you get to that point, you just be like, hey man, I'm about to switch things up, bro. It's like I'm about to put out a disco album. Uh huh. Nah, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, that's like uh, Pitbull. Yeah. He was doing hip hop. Then he was like, all right, Mr. Three Hundred Five Worldwide, we about to get into this disco. I was like, oh okay, cool. This man, this man went from hip hop. Back to reggaeton. It's like, bruh. Going back to my roots. It's like, it just don't work for everybody, man. But 
don't know, man. It's just been a it's been an interesting week, man. He had YouTube on this YouTube on his last album, so that got count for something. But now, like, but but before before we get into something else, man, I'm t- I, I'm t- I'm a, I'm gonna see it. But I'm I'm not, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna just find it online somewhere. I'm gonna say it on the podcast. I'm gonna keep it hundred real. How you feeling about this bad boys movie? <laughs> I'm gonna watch it online. Like, do you do you think Bad Boys is going to be worth the hype that it's been getting for the last month and a half? You know, I don't know. Uh, okay, so I was watching uh, Fox Five this morning, and Kevin McCarthy was talking about it. Shout out to Kevin McCarthy. Uh, that's my dude. And he was like, he doesn't know how he feels about it. So I'm like, if this movie buff, Kevin McCarthy, doesn't know how he feel about it, I don't know how I feel about it. Cause I'm kind of like okay, bad boys for life, and for life signifies they about to go out with a bang. And if this is the end, I want it to be rememberable. I want to be memorable. I don't want to be like, that's it. See, bad boys is in a long line of movies like Men in Black, uh, American Pie. Yeah. Um. Just just movies that took too long. Okay? They took too long. Like, I get what I get, like, I might exclude American Pie because I get what they were trying to do. Like, okay, American Reunion. I get that part. Yeah, yeah. I get that part. But let's take let's take Bad Boys, for example. The first Bad Boy came out in 95. The second Bad Boy came out in 03. This bad boys right here should have came out before before the 2010s even got started. Mm-hmm. So like 08, 09, maybe 2010, on somewhere on that lines, this movie should have already came out. You want to keep it somewhere close. Thank you. You y'all literally waited. Y'all literally waited almost 15 years. 15 like 15. I don't know. I'm not doing the math right now, but still. Y'all waited too long, too long to do a Bad Boys sequel. Just like Men in Black, when Men in Black 3 came out, I was like, dog, the first Men in Black came out in, what, 97? The second one came out in, like, 99 or 2000? Then the the third one, it was just like, (sighs) you waited too long. Movies, movies like Bad Boys, movies like Bad Boys, no one cares about. Like, I'm going to watch it because of the simple fact that I like Martin Lawrence. I like Will Smith. Do I think this movie going to, do I think this movie going to be a flop? Or is it not going to be as good as they hype it up? Hell yeah, I think this Jones going to be pretty trash. I ain't going to lie. I got a, a Fandango card that mm-hmm. I could spend at the movie theaters. But do I want to spend on this movie? Nope. Mm. So what I'm about to do is what I usually do: go to the store, get some snacks, facts, find one of these Put Locker type websites on here, big time. Look at the movie and just chill out and be like, you know what? It's gonna be one of those two things where it's like I could have seen this in the theaters, or it's gonna be like, dang, I'm glad I got internet because I could have watched this here, and it was trash, but I didn't have to go anywhere to spend my money. I'm like, hey, I ain't paid for it, so. I'm like, ah, this John was trash. Well, ah, they be, that way somebody can come to me and just be like, hey, yo, I'm starting to see that bad boy, John. I'm like, I already seen it. They were like, what's it? I'm like, I mean, it, it was all right. Could have been better, but I mean, that's just me, though. But I just don't, I don't see, I don't see the hype. I just don't see the hype behind it, though. I'll tell you what we're going to do, y'all. When we finish watching the movie, when we get around to watching the movie, we're going to come back and talk to you guys and give a review. The movie come out Thursday, right? On yeah. the 17th? Yeah. I'll probably have a review. If, if somebody, if somewhere put a link up by, by next week, by next week, I'll probably... We got I, y'all next I, week. Yeah, no, most definitely. I would already have my saying on it. We got y'all next week. Because I'm off Monday through, Monday through Wednesday, so I can already have a review ready for y'all just be like... I ain't gonna lie, y'all. It was good. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. It was trash. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned on that. But other than that, 
it's 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 just been it's legit been one of them weeks, man. Like I'm start I'm starting to see I'm starting to see for you know with with jobs because I, I I ran into one of my supervisors the other day, a dude I I ain't seen Slim since I got hired, but dude is about to take off. Like Team Rocket take off? Slim is Slim is gone. Like oh, you know, and this, Slim was like he been with the company for four years. This man pulled the El Chavo. But my thing is, see and and see, this is where. You know, things come into play is just like if you've been with the company for four years, is the company even worth staying with? That's my question. Because if you if you gone in four years, hmm, you you ain't you ain't get promoted within the four years? Yeah, it, it depends on the situation. Like, was it four years dead end job? Or was it like four years, you know, you hit a couple records or you hit a couple uh gross? I mean, he legit made it to supervisor and he just stopped. He and probably he probably didn't want it no more. But again, sometimes you gotta wait. Sometimes you gotta wait and sometimes you could be with a company and never get like you can legit you can legit get like promoted once. And then it just stopped after that. And you know, this is why sometimes I don't see why how some people can stay with they can stay with companies for 20, 25 years, and I'm just like, yo, you're not a partner. You're not you're not even a supervisor. You just been here for 20 years. I think about it all the time. Like a lot of people when they get in the entry level uh mm-hmm. jobs and they just work at a couple with like four or five years. I'm not somebody who can stay at a company without any upward mobility. That's the reason I met the company, upward mobility. You know, aside from good uh, atmosphere and making money, is there any gain to being here for a long time? Because people say, oh, we want four or five years experience doing this, then a third. But what's it all for if I'm not going to move past anywhere in a certain amount of time like if i'm here for five years and like i'm still making what i make here or the entry levels who came after me is making more money and they're not better than me resume wise or uh talent wise then that's not a good company to be at see this is why like and 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 it, and it do it do bother me sometimes i get it some people are comfortable. That's why I did when when I got finished talking to him. I respect what he was talking about because he was like, "Yo, it's time for him to like start his career." You know, you've been you've been somewhere for like four years, and it's just like, "Damn, bro." I remember my first job. I was there for almost three and a half years, and I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I was so I was so comfortable there that I wasn't even progressing no more. So, you know what I mean? You got to make the decision to be like, you know what? I got to bounce. Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I going to sit right here and give this place six, seven years of, of my life and not progress? You know, I can't do nothing with this. So that's why I just sit back and say, man, sometimes when you look when you look at these jobs, man, sometimes you got to just say, man, look. You can be comfortable, and this is and this is one thing I always tell people, especially coming out, especially coming out of the, the retail scene as well. I hear people all the time say, "I hate it here." You know what I mean? They say it all the time. I hate it here. This job blowing me. I hate it here. This this like they do too much here. They do this. They do that, and it's just like, and I ask them that one simple question. Are you looking for somewhere else to go? No. Then what you expect to change? Right. You know what I mean? What what you what you expect to change? You just gonna sit there and just be like, oh, things gonna things is gonna no. No. Things ain't gonna get better. <laughs> people just like complaining. Yeah, like sometimes you some some people just you gotta understand like some situations are just bad situations regardless. And it's up to you whether you want to stay with that bad situation or you want to do something about it. But that's up to you. 
I'm gonna just keep it. I'm gonna just leave it like that, man. So speaking of jobs, let's talk about our boy Young Jock. So Young Jock, they say that he was promoting this ride sharing company. He was going around driving people. Mm-hmm. And some girl guy, I don't know, sounds like a person. I'm gonna just say that to not offend anybody. Sounds like a person. Mm-hmm. And they were basically saying, hey, I got a question for you. Are you Young Jock? And he was like, yeah, you pretty much figured that out. And then they was like, oh, you must have fell off or you be driving. He was like, I had, I got to fall off for me to be doing this. And they was like, oh, dang. And they were just like clowning him. And for me, that is so whack to be out there trying to record somebody and clout chasing and doing all this kind of stuff. It's so whack. It's degrading. It's dehumanizing. Because he could be out here doing any kind of thing. And he out there, honest money. You do Uber. You do Lyft. Shout out to people who do... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Uber, Lyft. Uber, Lyft. They got someone... They got some in D.C. Or even the people who do uh, shipped and the ones that... Uh, like Postmates. Yeah, Uber Postmates. Eats, Uber this. Eats, all that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them because... There's so much things, there's so many things you could do in this gig economy that you don't have to do anything that's going to put you in jail. DoorDash, that's the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Grubhub and all that stuff. So, it's money out there to be made. And for people out here that's clowning people, you're the one that's whack. Because everybody knows, you know, jobs ain't paying out here. It's really hard out here. Nah. So for anybody, even young jock, even celebrities who are trying to do an honest living, salute to y'all. That's what happened to um Gregory from the Cosby Show. Yeah. They they try to clown him making an honest living. He was working at what Whole Foods, <laughs> one of them places. Hey man, if you working, I don't care what you gotta do. You could have been the biggest thing yesterday. And working at Shoppers tomorrow, I still think you cool, cause you as long as it pay the bills. See, here's where people don't understand, man. It's like sometimes, in 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 that whole situation with the people clowning Jock like that, that's crazy. Cause again, this man could be out here. You don't know what. Just cause he's driving Uber, or he's doing ride shares or whatever he was out here doing. That don't necessarily mean he fell off. That man can legit just be out here trying to do something honest. Again, you, you think people think because oh rappers rappers are now irrelevant, like they fell the spotlight means they fell off. No, everybody's not everybody's not meant to keep up with the times. You know what I mean? Times change, uh, genre change. All right, you know what I mean? Jock came out in 05. I mean, he not going to be relevant in today's music. So, again, he got to do what? He got to come up with his own with other hustles because his music ain't selling no more. And when he won, he, he legit was one in wonder. But, again, you got to find other outlets to do. That's just like that's just like almost uh, when they was clowning Chameleon there at the Warriors game. Right. When they was talking about some how, how Chameleon there get, get courtside seats. Come to find out this man been investing. Okay, cool. His music, his he had, like I said, he came in during his time. He didn't fall off. It's just the times changed. So again, people gotta find other outlets of money. Yeah, yeah, young Jock probably still putting out albums that we probably don't know nothing about. But still, that's that's not his money, that's not his money making, that's not his money making outlet no more. So again. He got it. He probably got like a shop in Atlanta somewhere. He doing this to promote this. Like people think like people always assume like, oh, because these rappers got like, oh, oh, he only had one stream of income. I bet I bet you I bet you see they they clown somebody like Jock. But I guarantee you if, if Drake go out there and do it, it's a whole different story. Right. If Beyonce go out there and do it, Rihanna go out there and do it, it's a whole different story. Oh, Drake out here giving people rides. He the GOAT. But when Jock doing it, oh, he must have really fell off. Oh, he must be broke, broke. 
What's the difference between Drake and Jock? Yeah, I understand Drake is popular, but what's the difference between Jock doing it and Drake doing it? They can't even clown Chameleon because he got a Grammy. That's what I'm saying. So people just people just whack, man. Like I like me, I respect hard. I respect hardworking people regardless of what you do. You know what I mean? You can be, you can legit be, you can legit be cleaning out toilets for all I care. Mm-hmm. You you still get my respect. You get up every day to go clean out toilets. Hey, you get my utmost respect. So I wouldn't even if if I was Jock, I wouldn't even let nobody. I wouldn't even fa- I wouldn't even be phased by that. I would just be looking like, yo, it is what it is, bro. Simple as that. I'll be honest with you. The whole music, not even just music, but movies and entertainment business is so mm. fickle and yeah. so ever-changing that you need a backup plan. Exactly. And shout out, you know I want to shout out? Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. Facts. In school, you know, getting a degree because this music thing don't last long. There are people out there who can... You know, survive the wave of longevity, but your average person, they here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, you got YC, uh, racks on racks. He basically give gave birth to Future, because that's the first time a lot of people found out who Future was, and it's just the fact that not only we out here clowning people and people out here need multiple streams of income. People act like just because you're a celebrity means you can't shop at normal stores, everyday stores, like Target. Like, if you see a celebrity in Target, you look at them crazy. You're like, what you doing at Target? I'm here for the same reason you here. I'm trying to get some good deals. Beyonce shop at Target. I'm glad you brought up Megan Thee Stallion. And I'm glad you brought up Celebrities. Because, uh, you know, rest in peace to the, the late, great Dick Gregory. I met Dick Gregory when I was working at Ross. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to figure out who he was. But I was like, yo, that's Dick Gregory, bro. If I still had the picture on my phone, I'd have deleted it because it was a long time ago. But if I still had the picture, yeah. But you look at somebody like Megan Thee Stallion and you look at the forever changing female rap game. Yeah, right. yeah. Me personally, can Megan Thee Stallion rap? Yeah. Do I think Megan Thee Stallion style is a one-trick pony? Yeah, because you don't need to twerk to everything. You know what I mean? She twerked to everything. Yeah, she got some iron knees on her. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But you don't need to twerk to everything. You know what I mean? That's why I'm saying, like, again, somebody like Megan Thee Stallion, somebody, and you look at, you look at, you look at before Megan Thee Stallion. Before Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B was taking over. Cardi B took a seat. She took a back seat. She got other out other streams of money. Before before Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was on top of the rap game. Where's Nicki Minaj at now? Working on like other fifty other thousand projects. She out here trying to start a family. She just got married. Yeah, you know what I mean. Starting she, she over there starting other projects, trying to start. Family, she got other things going on. So that's why I'm saying, like, with things with things of that nature, you you just never know. You know what I mean? Like 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 a Drake. Drake's are a dime a dozen. Alright, you know, do I think do I think Drake fell off years ago? Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm I'm gonna be proud to say it. Drake fell off years ago. But at the same time, his fans keep hyping him up. So that's why he stayed popular. Drake hasn't really put out nothing that you can worth say like, man, this was, this was, this. he's not put out nothing worth like a take care album in years. But again, y'all hype him up. So yeah, he going to stay, always stay popular. You can't, it's like popularity only can go but so far. Right. You know what I mean? You look at, and just like my man said, whether it's music, entertainment, you look at sports, you know what I mean? You look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady might as well go ahead and retire. His popularity is done. He's falling off. You like you did what you you did what you had to do. You accomplished what you accomplished. Time it's time to move out the spotlight and let somebody else take over. It, it happens. That's life. You know what I'm saying? We in our we in our twenties. We in our mid twenties. You got the generation underneath us. It's time for us to step aside 
and focus on other projects while the, the younger generation, they can be lit, turned up, doing all kinds of reckless. That's cool. That's their, that's their show now. They don't got nothing to do with us. We work, we over here got a podcast. We trying to bring in other outlets. We ain't worrying about, we ain't worrying about, oh, trying to be at the hottest party right now. We, we ain't worrying about all that. They don't got nothing to do with us right now. So everybody has their time in the spotlight. It's point blank period, man. And uh, I think his name is Luke Coochley. Who? Uh, Luke Coochley. He played for the Tennessee Titans. Luke? I'm probably saying his name wrong. Let me see that jump. Luke Coochley. He just retired at Oh, Luke Keegley played for the Panthers. Oh, that's his name? Luke Keegley, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all the way messed up. Yeah. He's the sports guy. So, basically, you got him. You got Andrew Luck, Rob Gronkowski, Patrick Willis, Calvin Johnson. All these people retiring around age 28 to 30. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what Beast Mode said about get your coins do this, you know, do the whole sports entertainment thing, get your coins, and duck out. Because Marshawn Lynch was telling the truth. You know, when it comes to this uh, music entertainment thing, music, yeah. sports and everything, you can't go in like a lot of rappers go in. A lot of rappers go in, they like, all right, this is it. But it's like, you got to think one or two things. Actually, you got to think two things. If this thing lasts forever... Which, how are you going to uh, use it to mitigate into other streams of income or other avenues of, you know, business? And two, if it doesn't pay off, what are you going to do? Because you have a lot of rappers or musicians who go on to be actors, who go on to host TV shows and be all kinds of uh, uh, entertainment on the other aspect. And that's fine. But it's like sports, they go and become commentators and other stuff. And some of them get into uh, acting also. But Marshawn Lynch was smart when he said, get your coins and duck. Because a lot of people, they blow their money. A lot of these young people blow their money. And they got nothing to survive off. And they struggling and they ain't got... A dime to the name. And it's like, you was the hottest thing. And you ain't saved nothing. See, this is why I respect. And I remember I remember uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant having this conversation. They said, bro, sports is a business. It is. So, and, and, that, and that right there, that can, that can translate to a lot of people. You look at the rapper Blueface, right? Blueface, one hit wonder. But you know what? He got that blue check on Instagram. He verified. This man, all this man got to do is po- post a video. They got money coming in right there. You know what I mean? He got now. He got money coming in from right there. He can he can open he can open up avenues. LeBron and KD didn't like KD didn't go to New York. LeBron didn't go to LA to win championships. If they win another one, cool. They ready to retire. They got other businesses they worrying about now. So at the end of the day, it's all about business. You know what I mean? You're everybody's a business. And the thing is, like, I think everybody in life is gonna get to that point where like they do something. It's like they say they're gonna do stuff forever, but it's like you're gonna find yourself drifting to like other careers or other avenues. Like Drake, you know, forever with the music thing. He's drifting off into uh executive producing and Virginia Black mm-hmm. whiskey. You're going to drift off to other things, and it gets to a point to where you're doing something for a long time, and you're like, you know what? I ain't going to do this forever. Same thing like Cole. Cole, like, look, man, I'm gonna focus on my artists. I'm gonna let my artists do what they want to do. He's right. now he's now taking. He's still putting out music, but at the same time, he's still he's still learning to take a step back and say, okay. You know, I've I, I've been in the game for ten years, eleven years. Now it's time to start looking at the people underneath me, and start you know what I mean, and bring them up now. 
That's like Biggie. Uh, shout out to him going to the uh, being inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. But that's like Biggie and Junior Mafia. Yeah. After his last album, if he wanted to die, he said he was going to manage Junior Mafia. He was about to, he was going to do he wanted to do his own thing. Right. You know what I mean? Again, you working under somebody like Puff. I know Puff get a lot of criticism, but again, you working under people like Puff. You working under people like Dre. You work on the people like Jay Z. You probably learn a lot of game from them dudes. That they probably looking like, yo, this rap thing. Yeah, you can make a career out of it, yeah. but it ain't forever. You know what I mean? So you might want to start looking at doing this early. So when so when your time comes, you can you can easily just be like you can easily make that transition. Right. So. That's why I, I look at a lot of younger I look at a lot of younger people now because yeah, they turning up every single day. They turning up from the time they get into high school, which is about 15, 16 years, well, 14, 15 years old. And they turned up till about 20, 25, 26, all the way to their mid twenties. Bro, you burnt out. You burnt out. You can like I say like most of us, most of us were smart enough to realize to be like, all right, high school, high school was cool. But at the same time, when you get in your early 20s, when you get into your 20s, you got to say, okay, I got to make this transition. You know what I mean? Me and my man Earl was in the spotlight doing all kinds of reckless videos on YouTube <laughs> back in the day. Good times. You know what I'm saying? Is that going to translate now for us? We could do videos. We could still be on YouTube. Our content is going to have to be a lot different now. Because we're not at the mindset or the age where we worry about reckless videos. Because I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I got kicked in the nuts on camera, bro. Yeah. We all remember that. Would I, would, I, would I let that happen to me now? No. Shout out to YouTube for removing that video. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. Me, I'm an archivist. I got every video we made, so I still got that video. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, like right now, man, our main focus is to, is to make this podcast more mainstream. You know what I mean? We, 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 we more concerned on crossing over from audio to video. You know what I'm saying? We about to, we just said, we trying to get, we trying to get that YouTube channel started. We already on YouTube, yeah. The episodes go up there, but now we want y'all to see our faces. We trying to get more exposure for this. That's the that's what we doing. We trying to figure out other outlets we can use for this. That's that's, that's all I'm gonna say, man. man. Ch- change your mind, change your grind. <laughs> all, I'm, my final words for that is: be smart with your money, think about the future, because none is forever. And if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Hey. And all I'm gonna say is, it's been another heavy topic. We didn't win in. We didn't. We didn't grind hard. But now it's time for us to make our departure. You can do. We can too. <laughs> do it's your. Wait before we end, let me give, go ahead and give our shout outs. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening. If you want some feedback, if you have some feedback. Hit the email, basementfriday at gmail.com. You know our social media, and we will get back to you and put your content in our episodes. And also, if you're listening on social media, I mean streaming services, go ahead and give us an honest opinion. Go ahead and favorite. Go ahead and like. Go ahead and comment and subscribe and show us some love, and we will show you love each and every week. It's your boy, Aaron Fonacetti. And I can't even top that. It's yours truly, Mr. Fungadelic Jones. And we are out. Signing out. Mic drop. I ain't going to drop the mic, though, y'all. Hey, y'all. It costs money. (laughs) Peace. (laughs)